Hi everybody, it's me, Prince Devin, the man with big fat tits and only correct opinions, one half of the podcast, and I would like to formally apologize, there's some technical difficulties on my end of the episode, there was nothing I could do about it, so just a heads up, thought it would be polite to tell you, now let's have some fun! Oh shit, hello. Fuck, it's my I it's my lead. It's my turn to lead us in. You did it the last two times. Please hello everyone. Free. I'm so fucking sorry. I, the not rude member of this podcast, <laughs> am now welcoming us in to the first and only news podcast, starring Katie Johnston, Cody Stoll, <laughs> and our special guest host for this episode, everyone in the building. Ladies, gentlemen, and those of non-specific genders. Give it up for Critical! Hey everybody, it's Critical. Uh, we're talking about uh, some shit today. My fucking nipples are chafing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, bad. no. That is for us. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Original podcast, Do Not Steal, a podcast where every week, Amber and Autumn, I talk about an intellectual property movie TV show, vague idea, sometimes just a fucking meme Amber finds, riff about it for like an hour and a half, and then make a character in that space, and sometimes we have guests, and today's guest is our good friend, Bob. Hey, how you doing? I'm Bob. Do you think that anybody, like, listened to this as their first episode of the show and got through, like, the first 15 seconds and clicked out? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think if you're still listening, you've made it further than most people. So, hey, I'm Bob. What are we talking about today, friends? So, we have Bob on the podcast today, um, which is uh, horrifying. Horrifying and terrifying for everyone involved. Robert is definitely going to, like, say some shit that, like, we talk about getting canceled a lot. And it's not that I think that Robert is going to get us canceled. I'm absolutely um, going to get... But I think that Robert is going to say some, like, completely fucking incomprehensible nonsense that people are going to cancel us over. Mm-mm. I don't know if they'll be able to understand it all. Um, Robert, do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm Robert, uh, kind of a meme lord. Can I do a little meme in here? Just a, it, God damn it. We do a little bit of a... We do trolling. It's a little bit of a trolling. That's what I do. But yeah, that's what I. That's me. I'm Eric Andre's uh, bastard child. <laughs> I have not got... It's true. I have not received um, child support. And nor will I. If Eric Andre and Jack Harlow had a gay Italian baby, that would be Bob. I really want to get it out, like, really fast that Bob is gay because Bob is very hard and loose with the F word. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, yeah, all right. We definitely should line that up beforehand. Yeah, like. Uh, Bob's gay. He's also black. He's going to say the N word so many times. God damn it. So, I'm also um, Filipino, so I'm going to say a whole bunch of things about the, the, the Far East. Robert, stop it. Oh, gonna, I will shut this podcast down. Um, we'll so we'll turn podcast, this podcast around. Or we've known we've known Bob um, since high school. The reason that we refer to him as critical is because when we first knew Robert, he told us that he was critical because critical hadn't done a face reveal yet. And we believed him for like a year until we found out that everything that Robert had ever told us was a lie about himself. Can't, can't uh, let you know too much. Because 
He cooks. He cooks a damn good green beans. Like <laughs> just one green bean. This motherfucker. I cook a. I, <laughs> and I still think about it. I cook a solid green bean. Just one single green bean in the pan. <laughs> Four star chef levels of green bean level. I'm doing here. There's a little bit of trolling. Yeah, I gotta troll everybody. It's fine. I got. I have to troll everyone by lying to the only friends I have. Absolutely. About Absolutely. I can't, I just came up to the state. I was just like, man, how do I make friends? Ah, uh, tell him I run a Minecraft Harry Potter server. <laughs> that one was the fucking movie moment, because we were like, Bob's castle of lies was crumbling down around us, and we were all laid out in a circle around him, and I was like, hey guys, you know what? Bob might have lied about a lot, but the one thing he didn't lie about is his Minecraft servers. Those are real. And then he <laughs> he fucking turns his head shaking at me, and I'm like, you motherfucker! <laughs> So, um, today we're talking about Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter, yeah. Absolutely love Jack and Daxter. I would assume so, since you pitched the episode. One exciting thing about having Robert on the show, um, so Robert, you're our, what are you, our second, third guest? I don't know, I don't uh, watch anyway, the podcast. You're the first guest. No, totally. <laughs> you are the first guest that we've had on who has listened to a single episode of the podcast. Just a, just a single one. This is also exciting for me, because I think you're the only person who I have talked to other than Devin, who has listened to a single episode of the podcast. So that that's exciting for me. Well, yeah, when I'm taking a shit, um, I really want something to listen to. I'm glad it was the Pokemon one, since I really liked that one. Good, good. I felt good about that one. So thank you for listening, Robert. I also listened to the um, first one, too, because Devin told me to. That's, he, that makes sense. He said if I didn't, he, that's a good reason. he, said if I didn't, he, he would spill the beans that I'm not critical. <laughs> I would let the cat out of the bag on that one. Don't worry, your secret's safe with us because no one is listening to this right now. Fantastic. Jack and Daxter is a series of collectathon uh, video games from like what, like the mid aughts. Robert, do you want to take this one? Do you want to talk to us about Jack and Daxter? You're the resident expert. Here. Oh hell yeah! So Jack and Daxter is a is a fantastic kind of like uh, it's mainly a trilogy. There are some uh, other games added on to it, but it came out like I think the first one was 2001. It's made my do uh, naughty dog some people who did Crash Bandicoot and uh, Un uh, Uncharted. And this was kind of their... I can confirm uh, that it was 2001. Yeah, it it's it came out primarily for the PlayStation. And it's still only on the PlayStation. But damn if it isn't just a fantastic game of mismatched uh, abilities. Just for Naughty Dog to see what the hell they could throw into a video game. What does that mean? It's a mismatched collection of abilities? I mean, they had... the In Jack and Dexter 1, they had huge boobs. In Jack and Dexter 2, they weren't <laughs> as big. I, and let me... People don't like to no. People don't like to talk about this. They don't like to say this. You know, it's a, it's a big thing. You know, the the media's gonna cover it up. They're not gonna let you talk about it. Okay, they don't want to talk about it. But in, in Jack and Dexter one, they had bigger boobs. Okay, they have they big did. boobs in Jack too. Like the titties don't go. Not away. as big as, not as big as Jack one. Those dark eco cells really made the gohongas get bigger. I. Oh God, I don't know why I thought this would be serious <laughs> because there's. I also don't know why you would think that. Because there's so much to be said for, like, Jack and Dexter being the awkward, angry teenage phase of Naughty Dog and, like, the... the well, it's like, they just wanted to, They really were just trying out different things uh, in this game that... Yeah, because, At like, the time, were, like, advanced, but, like, now that you look back at it, it's still, like, pretty good, but it's not as high as it was before. There's something thematic about, you know, Bob meeting us and being a big giant liar who doesn't know what he is, and then tie that into Jack 1, where, like, from a conceptual level, the game devs didn't have a solid idea, they just kind of knew 
things they wanted to do for different markets. So Jack and Dexter and the Legend of the Precursors or whatever, it's this mishmash of conflicting styles and ideas, and there's no real strong singular voice. And despite having stellar gameplay, some of the best 3D platformers out there, there's just a cathartic synergy of joy that is moving Jack around, and the animation really sells it. Oh, it's true. It was so squishy. He's so squishy. You do a you do a squat jump. You see every bit of him just squish and then spring up like a, a fucking flan or something. Yeah, but then like, what the fuck did you do in Jack One? Hey, I need uh, could you could you put my bulls back in their pen? Okay, yeah, and then the obligatory uh, catching fish. That entire reflex of having to catch the two hundred and fifty pounds of good fish. <laughs> Went to, it never it never came back and it was never used again of catching fish in any of the Jack movies or games. And that's proof that Jack One is the best Jack. Also, and shout game. out to Jack One for having no load times. I fucking I absolutely none. I play fucking Spider Man on my PS4 and there's load times. Jack came out for also, the I'm, PS2. Do you know all of Jack and Dexter the Precursor Legacy is actually only like I think like 1.8 or 1.9 gigabytes of a game. And it still has no load time. And then Jack 2 happens! And there's load times everywhere. People can jump on stuff and he's yelling. He's, fuck you, Praxis! You know. What? I don't know why they gave him a voice, to be real with you. I much rather would have had him just be like the uh, the quiet type the entire game. Oh, mute forever? But Yeah, just mute forever. So who, who are Jack and Daxter? What is the game about? What do you do in Jack and Daxter? So you got... This anime boy and his little squirrel demon boyfriend. I wouldn't call it anime. I would very specifically describe Jack and Dexter's artistic style as the books that tell you how to draw anime. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. It really starts out, you got this elven dude sitting on a boat and his New Jersey cousin just walking around throwing up. And this little, like, Danny DeVito, green Danny DeVito tells him not to go to some spiky, spooky island. And they go there and they see this girl with huge boobs. And then this dude with, like, no arm talking about how they're going to take over the world. They really didn't give a shit either. If you play it back, I played it again. They, Maya they, and Gaul. They heard him say that. Maya and Gaul. Didn't even, they didn't even care. They just walked away. Devin, do you want to take a stab at it? So, in Jack and Dexter 1, your friend Daxter falls into dark eco. We should talk about eco at some point. That's very important for world building. But he falls into... Well, I I did mention dark eco about the big boobs. I hate you so much. I hate you because we did did a pre-interview like a week ago and you were serious. Like... (laughs) <laughs> was this just a long con you son it was of a, a long bitch. con just to get it listen what, what whatever platform i gotta get on to talk about the injustice that happened between jack one and two with the big boobs it's gotta be done. <laughs> there's still big titties in jack two not as big as the first one i don't know what they were they were eating that yak cow meat and it just it boomed them and then they went back and they had those beetle meat kira, didn't do as good kira still has an impossibly thin waist and huge jugs and then the redhead girl has even bigger tit this is fucking i hate you i hate that i have to defend <laughs> The tits of Jack, too. But you're a fucking liar, Bob. Nah, you gotta measure them pixel by pixel. So for the record, 
I so I played some of the first game as a kid and some of the third game as a kid. I never owned the second one. I never played any of the second one. So I genuinely am like trying to piece together information about what the second game is like while listening to you <laughs> and having a doing a shit ass job of it. Which tells me that the audience listeners are doing an even worse job of understanding what the fuck this video game series even is like or about oh, right God now. I could do a little work. So it's like it's like a collectathon platformer, right? It's a 3D platformer game where you run around and you're just like jump into a bunch of collectible eggs and your goal is to get all of the eggs. Well, actually, um, and then if you have all the eggs, then you have them all, and it's just the pure erotic thrill of collecting of, eggs, uh, collecting objects, and seeing the number go up. Right. Well, no, that's like, that's um, actually the entire thing of the game. At the uh, in Jack Three, they say like, "Did you collect all the eggs?" And you're like, "What?" And he's like, yeah, "That was the important part." That's not a thing that happens. That's a lie. So <laughs> now, but like, so to get it back, so Jack and Dexter, all because they went to they they didn't listen to Green Danny DeVito. They went to this island, messing around, and of course, being the, uh, the the goofball New Jersey cousin of Jack, Daxter, you know, finds some stuff, trips over a big old precursor, like, bomb, basically. And he was just like, man, that's the first time I ever heard in a uh, little game when I was a kid. And someone said, crap, and I was like, oh, he said bad word. But, you know, he gives it to Jack, Jack has all, you know, Jack, Jack, Jack has the power, you know what I'm saying? He turns that shit on. Explodes, homeboy falls into dark eco. He's gone forever. Comes back out, Oxel. Robert, what's dark eco? So there's like different ecos in uh, the world of Jack and Daxter, right? So there's there's blue eco, which uh, it's like motion, I guess, it's supposed to be. And then you got green eco, which is health. I've always had problems because I'm colorblind, but I think it's supposed to be orange eco, and I think that's the one that like is that the one that shoots things? Yeah, yellow eco or shoots. Or strength. That's yellow. It's like a bunch of goo. Oh, it's just like special magic goo that there is in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's, yeah, it's like a. I don't know. They kind of like show it off as like a goo, but then they also show it off as like a, like a staticky mist. So I'm not quite sure what it is. It's some kind of eco is ill-defined energy that gives you special power-ups. It's a magic mushroom in Super Mario. It's it's the flavor of this world. You get what I'm saying? But as a result, you can never swim. No, again. you can swim. No, that no, no, no. That's that's One Piece. <laughs> yeah, I did just make an anime reference, Dad. Devin. Damn it! Are you proud of me? Have I have I all grown up at this point? I'm very proud of you. Maybe the anime was the podcast we had along the way. So Jack Two is a very <laughs> angsty game, heavily inspired by the success of Grand Theft Auto. Because the thing about Jack 1 is you've played a lot of collectathons, right? You've played a Banjo-Kazooie. You haven't played a lot of games like Jack 2 that is an open-world, post-apocalyptic, 3D platformer, shoot-gun-porn... <laughs> fucking... <laughs> slightly smaller boob. Slightly smaller boob. GTA clone about overthrowing the government. My point here is that hot. Jack 2 is very muddled. Like, the whole Jack trilogy is very muddled in theming That's and contextualization. Weird. That's very weird that that jump happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you go from Jack 1 to Jack 2, and it's an angry game about the post-apocalypse, and you gotta take down the man. But you're also still a very angry boy who kind of murders everything. <laughs> Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. while we're talking about connective tissue between Jack 1 and 2, because, like, that sounds like a very stark, almost, reboot, and it's not, because there's continuity between the two. It's, you go into the future. Spoilers. That's what, how you open a portal to the blah, blah, blah. 
both in contextualization, like the ecos we've discussed. Yeah, spoilers on a 2001 game. The ecos we've discussed now translate to the different guns because Jack 2 has heavy gun combat. So, like, the yellow eco is all about shooting and it turns into this, like, sniper gun. And the blue eco makes you go fast, so it's this Gatling gun. And the red eco makes you powerful, so it's this, like, single shotgun. But also tracks over into jack 2 jack has a voice and in jack 1 he's a mute and some games would just be like let's pretend he talked the whole time and jack 2 <laughs> doesn't uh, fucking dexter's like when did you start talking you meet kira your kind of girlfriend from the first one and the first scenes you have talking to her only jack's talking to her and she's like i don't know who that is and then dexter talks and she's like wait a minute i know that person and she lifts the mirror and she's like jack and dexter and it's like yeah why would Kira know what Jack sounds like? He doesn't have a voice until this game started. Very true. I want to point out, it's just really interesting to me that as of the second game, it's like an angsty thing about like overthrowing empire and doing political revolution. Well, also- and the antagonist of this game's name is Baron Praxis. I just think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the the kind of reason why he's talking, wasn't that because he got, like, subjected to the Dark Eco Warrior program? Yeah, the the Weapon X program, but with Dark Eco. Yeah, yeah and should... he came out like Wolverine, yeah. but more hairy, and kind of looked like Shadow the Hedgehog. He's actually less hairier. Should we talk about the he... fucking Dark and Light, Jack? They're kind of stupid, but they're things that happen. I mean, it's part of the... We should. They might be useful for character so... building. In Jack 2, you can hit the L2 button, and Jack will go, Bleah! And he'll get a little bigger, and he'll turn gray, and he'll get black eyes, and purple lightning will shoot out of his body. And if you hit X and then square, you do a you all <laughs> you get a fucking feared clearing move, and that's that's Dark Jack. He's like angry, and Jack is like grappling with his inner conflict, but he's not. He's super not at all. We don't deal with it. What is his? He doesn't inner have conflict? one. Shut up. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Okay, got it. Because if you unlock special features, God, remember when games let you do that? There's, like, commentary tracks and shit for Jack and, like, the press they were doing when they were talking about the story. It's like, yeah, you know, he's got this moral conflict because he's, like, in this dark world and you have to be dark to win and blah, 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 But not really to the point where in Jack X we remember that, like, our solution <laughs> to, the, to, to the violent dictator was to play as Jack, who through gameplay can murder all of New Haven City. <laughs> it's the best moment in all of Jack, because it's like, nah, fuck the character development. But like this character's like, damn, Jack, I think you're a violent, unhinged murderer. And he's like, what? No. And then you get into this scene where like <laughs> this dude's in a car wreck, and he goes, you tend to leave a bodies in your wake. And Jack turns around, takes two steps and goes, you get used to it, walks off screen, and then the dude fucking explodes. <laughs> because sometimes character development is looking at yourself going, I'm not going to change. And that's valid. <laughs> that's Batman. Killing dudes is valid. We're pro-killing do people be good. on this podcast. Because I remember as a kid being like, yeah, it's really weird the tone shift between Jack and Daxter 1 where, yeah, your dude turns into a little weasel. Your friend turns into a little weasel dude. But it's all still kind of like... Largely, it's like a well-lit, bright, delightful romp through a well-lit, grassy terrain. Um, and then I played the third one, 
And it was super fucking edgy and grim and running through the post-APOC. And I felt like that was a pretty intense tone shift. And now I'm learning that that happens in the second game. So what does the shift from game two to three look like? It's honestly pretty drastic, just kind of like what you said. It's like Devin said at the end of the first game, which the first game is pretty much like a uh, like a like a tribal type of thing. Like everybody has like a little like it's like there's not really a big city. It's all kind of like little like huts and stuff in certain areas, and you kind of just go through forest and you got to go through past to another little city, which is you know older. Like it kind of gives you like that sense of like the first village was kind of like a uh, like a seaport type of thing, and then the second town was kind of like a uh, coliseum type of vibe to it because it had a gladiator. I remember because he I thought he was taking a poop, but he wasn't. It was a dude naked in a barrel for betting on him. Third town. Uh, was just a volcano, so I don't even think that was a town. But anyway, you go through all that, you see like, oh, it's just like a little backwards, you know, whatever. Then you go through the time loop, bada bing, bada boom, you're in like a, you're in Night City, and there's a dude saying, get the fuck up, samurai. So, in thinking about characters for the Jack and Daxter universe, there's like two, I think, main things that are really calling to me as like interesting like places I would want to start. One is Eco, which is just kind of like an interesting property of the world. It's like an interesting way of doing magic. And I think you could you could derive some interesting characters from that. And number two um, is having a character with huge tits. Um, <laughs> Big titty yep. Eco priestess. So when, when going from Eco in Jack 1, where it is fantasy but not, there are yeah. sages of Eco. And you could, in theory, become a... What's the... What's the word when you're an, an, an apprentice, like an eco-apprentice, and then you get to Jack 2 and 3, and eco is this thing from the far distant past, and we don't really understand or talk about it too much. So, potentially, yeah. if we're yeah, doing... so, like, in Jack Jack 2 and 3, eco is just more like a thing that's just kind of... He was just like, uh, we don't understand it, but in the first one, you kind of saw everything about it. You could do... What's the... Or you... Jurassic Park, and you traumatize the child by telling him how the raptor could kill an archaeologist big titty eco archaeologist ah uh, i fuck was i fucks with that okay big titty eco archaeologist bob you don't even like boobs why are you so on the titty thing i mean what the fuck who doesn't like boobs i know robert's gay i mean boobs are boobs but listen when jack one had bigger boobs but anyways don't like to talk about it but he had bigger boobs Something like that, but I really want to push on the fact that, that we're completely forgetting that Daxter had his own video game. It'll be out when it's out. Maybe we'll talk about... It'll be... Maybe we'll talk about the Daxter. Maybe but, we won't. That's good work ethic. It's a good work ethic. What happens in Daxter's video game? We don't game? talk oh, about uh, Daxter's video game, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Who said that? <laughs> no. Uh, so... It looks like Daxter got an 85 out of 100 on Metacritic. So, according to Wikipedia.org. Wikipedia.org. So, this was a game just called Daxter. And it was just for the PSP. And when I saw this, I was like, hmm, alright, yeah, I'll get it. I had the PSP back in the day. I got it. I played it. It's really just the, the interlude in between Jack 1 and Jack 2, where Jack was like doing the Dark Eco Warrior project thing. So, he was gone. It was just Daxter by himself. And since nobody was there to take care of Dax, he had to get a job exterminating bugs. <laughs> yeah, it's Dexter's extermination service. He goes around, he, he fumigates a hotel, and she's like, yeah, there's some really bad bugs downstairs. And he's like, right. he's like, aight, no problem. You're like, like just a scruffy New Jersey person going down in the basement, and they're giant bugs. And he somehow, 
the giant bugs happened to be the a secret coup in the bottom of this basement that they were like gonna take over uh, New Haven City. What an anticlimactic way to take that storyline. No, it's it was great too because I think I in that storyline I believe he fucked Praxis's daughter if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, because um, he he flirt. Jack fucks Praxis's daughter. That's the ending of Deck Jack Three. You fucker, Dexter's. God damn no, it. no, no, De- Dexter, he got sloppy seconds, if I remember correctly. Oh, no. Dexter has a whole thing he, he with that sl- wait. He has a thing with Cruz Waitress. I. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot what her name was. I, there's I, the- I still like to imagine the Sim and Ashland Praxis just like, oh, Jesus. you like my fur? But no, uh, he also finds out, like, one of the dudes in Jack 2 that I think in the beginning was like a, a first boss fight or something that Jack had a fight, but he was actually like a bug. Oh, you're talking about the, the final boss. You're talking about the, the metalheads. We should talk about, should we talk about like metalheads and lurkers who are the villains you fight primarily in the video game? Oh yeah. Like the, the yes. main problem. Here's another thing I have with that, right? Talking about, so metalheads come in in Jack uh, two and three and lurkers were like primarily the big monsters in Jack one. Then you go into the future, and they're slaves. And you find they're out straight that, up slaves. <laughs> they're slaves, but the thing is, Jack still fucking hates them. So it's <laughs> so is Jack like still a, a pugnant racist? He's to, not. To he goes poor... on missions where he liberates them. Yeah, he liberates them and says, "You go to a different city." <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't say that. He does. Yeah, he does. Right. He says your boobs aren't big enough. You have to go to a different Fuck city. Fuck you, Bob. Remember the part in Dexter where Dexter's like, God, I hate having to pay taxes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, he didn't pay taxes. That's, that's actually why the game started. He had to. He had to pay back. He had to pay back taxes. Yeah. And he had to get a job as an exterminator. It's not about fighting. It's not about fighting metalheads. It's about fighting the IRS. Yeah, that's what Jack too. So I think the uh, our OC should be a big titted. Uh, archaeologist for eco that's trying to pay back taxes it's all a front it's all a front company to not pay taxes yeah the entire i'm really with you for the first three quarters of that character description <laughs> well it's a, it's a good way you know just the entire everybody in haven city that's why they're there kind of living in the slums they just can't afford to pay the extraordinary taxes you know <laughs> yeah haven city is the uh it's the it's the libertarian. It's not dream. a tech haven. So there's no age of consent laws. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't care if you if you fuck a, like a weasel thing. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's why Jack can just steal your car without a license because it's a it's a libertarian haven. It's just it's action park the city. My other question is, how the fuck did he know how to drive a car? <laughs> he does just intrinsically know how to drive. Yeah, he just hops in and drives a car. Oh, no, because he, he fucking, he did the thing where it's like, you don't have enough precursor cells to to activate my lava shields to fly my thing, Jack. Jack knows how to... He, yeah, but that was, yeah, that was like a bicycle, though. Yeah, but it's like, that he was, still has like, it's like a space, it's like a space bike. It translates. What? <laughs> it's like no, a, it's no he just hopped in, he hopped in someone's Cadillac and drove off. <laughs> it's not a Cadillac. And it was it was stick too. I mean, there's like straight up cars with wheels and shit in Jack Three, which like yeah, sure. How does he know how to drive that? But like in in Jack Two, it's still like Jetson space cars. Yeah, but it wasn't a, a jet car when he was. It was it was a big fan that went. 
Oh yeah, it was it was a big fan because the first quest in Jack is like, all right, Jack, we gotta pick up our family to go to fucking Action Lake. It's gonna be dope. I love how in Jack One, every like uh, stage like barrier is just a giant lava zone. How many volcanoes were in Jack One? It's just the one. It's it's just the- it had that much lava. It went all the way. Yeah, because like Jack is is very bog standard. There's the ice world, the lava world, the swamp. Oh yeah, and the swamp is very racist. It it really just puts some poor swamp dude in there that they insinuated that he was fucking a pig. <laughs> I don't stop it. They did. They they really did. I'm I. This is not one of the jokes I'm saying. He was saying I lost my sweetheart. I can't find her in the swamp, and you had to like shoot rats until it came back. I remember shooting rats. I don't remember a pig showing up. That that that's what came up like starring Nicolas Cage, twenty twenty one. No, I was too busy playing Jack and Dexter. <laughs> this episode is unhinged. So our OC, right? Big boob archaeologist. We have a big archaeologist um, who has a lot of back taxes. Um, <laughs> who incidentally has a lot of back taxes, and that's not a very important part of the character. It's a very important part um, of the character. I'm curious about what, like, being an eco-archaeologist, like, this is a substance that gives you very powerful abilities. Are they, like, careful about this situation? Do they wildly and gleefully indulge in the eco to give themselves superpowers at every possible opportunity? Absolutely. I think that one is maybe more interesting to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She rubs dark eco (laughs) on her boobs. I thought you were going to say face and make this about Flint Oaken no, dick. Nah, she rubs dark eco on her boobs you, and she thought, like, this will help him get bigger. You, and then she looks down and there are two axolotls, or whatever they're called, what's it? Ot, otzels, just hanging from her chest. And they're both, they're just two New Jersey. One is uh, it's Pete Davidson, the other one is Danny DeVito this is, talking to this her. This is stupid. <laughs> this is fucking dumb. And she has to hide them so people don't think she's weird. I, you don't no, like big titties. <laughs> like I I just need that to be known. <laughs> like Yeah, that's fine. I just, that's I do fine. I appreciate Robert's allyship here though. Listen, you just do that, right? And then you can have a whole thing where people, she's trying to like go through New Haven City acting like she didn't do that. And all you hear from inside her shirt is just like a like a really nasally uh, Staten Island person talking about depression and his father dying in <laughs> Jack and Dexter era 9/11. And then Danny DeVito going I got a magnum. I, oh, I dropped my monster condom from my magnum down. <laughs> you said it in reverse. That's it. I thought it was no. Yeah, that's how you said it, right? No, because it's because you, you buy magnum condoms and it's for his monster. You fucked it off. You flipped it. Whatever. It, you know what the fuck I mean. This isn't the Danny DeVito podcast. It's the Jack and Dexter. Uh. I will be back for the Danny DeVito podcast though. Speaking. <laughs> sp- sp- yeah, Danny DeVito. He also on in on of. Did anybody ever? Did anybody else play Daxter the uh, PSP game? No. <laughs> no. There was a mini game where you had to dress up like Morpheus and fight like little gulls in a uh, <laughs> in a Matrix form reality. I hate. And I thought it. The thing is, I thought that was. I thought I just imagined that. I went onto the uh, thing to look up the mini games on Jack and Daxter, and there was. It's saying right here in a Matrix uh, sequence, and they played the music too. I I hate that he's not lying. I know this one's real, actually. Also, there was a game of uh, rock paper scissors and something about you had to set bear traps. Rock, I don't know. Rock paper. That was. Big titties. No, it was just titties paper scissors. So we have all of these. <laughs> <laughs> They get used. They get used to like either help you move around 
or to like do violence, like shooting fire out of your hands and shit, right? Absolutely. And then also sometimes they make you be good. Or and there's evil. the healing. Um, Green Eco heals you. And Green Eco's are healing. That's true. Um, White uh, Eco White also did heal like, you as well, but it was just more for the uh, like the end missions. Light Eco can also and freeze so time. This archaeologist. It can freeze time. Oh shit! So when you're bouncing those big tits, they can pause. <sighs> I. So, um, <laughs> so you have an archaeologist with superpowers that the rest of the world doesn't know about. I like I like um, to call her an ecologist. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ecologist is like that's a thing. E- e- ecology, uh, you know? That's a thing ecology. if you're she a went... fucking nerd. Yeah, we're talking about ecology, where she went to co- went to the University of New Haven, didn't pay her school tuition, and now she's backed up in back taxes. Bada boom, it all comes back. So she's backed up on back taxes. Is she doing? Is she evil? Are we having her do some evil shit with these superpowers? Nah, she's she kind of just like steals like lettuce from the grocery store. <laughs> So, so she's a petty thief. Yeah, yeah. She just she goes to the store and she like takes the. But also an archaeologist <laughs> or an ecologist. I don't know. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to make her a petty thief. She's a wombologist. <laughs> she's a womb. <laughs> I still really wanted to have two oscillates stuck to her chest that are just like I'm voiced by. Uh, calling an audible. No. Pat, Shut the fuck Pat up. Pat Oswald and, uh, and, <laughs> and Pete Davidson. Just different New Yorkers. Patton Oswalt isn't from New York. Is he not from New York? No, he's he's very specifically uh, from like a very small, boring, nothing town. He he talks about it in his stand-up but He's not from New York. Oh, anyway, so big booby <laughs> ecologist. I just with tremendous. I just uh, I, college debt. I just can't get no past it because there have been so many times where Bob has called me and be like, "Women are gross." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are, but this is, uh, we, listen, we're making an OC. You gotta put, you gotta kick that stuff right out the door before you hit on the podcast, you know? Uh... So, big booby. So, there's a there's a pretty large time skip, right, between the first one and the second one? Am I right about that? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember how many, because I remember they saying, like, how long the, the skip was, but I forget. It's hundreds of years. It's like a large political era, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if we have an archaeologist, it makes sense for her to be working in the era of the second and third games yeah studying the era of the first game right so that she has like a connection between the two of them and so i don't know i'm wondering if there are like events from the first one that we can use as like a grounding event for her character to center her like motivations etc around right is she so in the first game when uh you defeat guy uh when you uh when you defeat golden maya you throw them into like a dark eco what was it called devin I don't remember. Silo? Well, like... Like, they're in a... The, the... They're in a giant mech suit, and they get, like, drowned in it, and it gets locked up. So, she could be trying to open that up to get Maya's bra out, because it might fit. Okay, that's the not-stupid version of that. So, in Jack 3, you have to fight, what are they called, the Dark Bringers or whatever the hell? The Lightbringer! <laughs> damn it. You have to fight the Dark Eater. You're fighting the Lightbringer! <laughs> Just roll with it, Devin. Just keep going with it. No, you gotta yell. This is improv. This is improv. It's just yeah. It says yes and. Don't don't know it. Just, just, just Doug Walker screaming. Build the wall. Give me that eco. 
Alright, so anyway, yeah, so the Darkbringers. No, uh, fuck it, I lost the thought. <laughs> you're fighting the Darkbringers, and they're, that's in Jack 3, right? This is a good thing to pull up, too. So you're fighting the Darkbringers, and you have to, like, use precursor holograms that are, like, helping you out, aid in the fight against these Darkbringers. And that's when you come to the realization that the, the master race, the precursors, these all-knowing, intelligent creators of eco are fucking weasels just like uh daxter and there's just, like three of them and there's one that's just actually stupid like they have like a uh, like ed from ed ed and eddie kind of he's slow and then a fat one that looks just like Patton oswald so we'll make him Patton oswald and they just you find out it, it's Patton oswald and that's how it all comes to be you know so the light bringers and technically the, if the people fighting the light bringers for all these years with the pre uh, precursors trying to keep them away so they technically are the Lightbringers. All that. And you could have just been like, hey, remember Linkara's shitty comic? <laughs> like... No, nah, I'm trying to make it all connect. So if that's not a thing that we find out until Jack 3, maybe this is a thing that the archaeologist finds out in advance. Mm -hmm. Maybe we have a character who figures out the plot twist before the main character does. We have our conspiracy theory archaeologist who's like no precursors are weird weasel people right and people are just like you're weird um, and your boobs aren't as big as they were in the first game oh my god can she get thrown out of academia and then become like a mad scientist character oh absolutely she gets um, kicked out of new haven university for her absolutely for her conspiracy right, without a chance to like pay back her taxes right she gets yeah. kicked um, out for partying too yeah. hard because she's part of like robot house from futurama so she's kicked out for knowing the truth tm because no one accepts her radical theories she pulls a uh, professor farnsworth uh, tippy tinkle trousers from captain underpants she becomes a mad scientist she uses the ego to, I don't know, to what? To try to prove her theory somehow? To try to invent time travel? To try to... You know, I like the idea of trying to use eco to activate, like, and try to find the precursors first. Just to show that she was right. But Yeah, but, I'm into that. But then she ultimately ends up, the, the debt gets too high, the IRS comes, and... Uh... <laughs> she never gets to finish her quest. I don't think we need to establish an end to the franchise. We can just assume that the IRS is going to come for her. But listen, this is the character as she is, not the character as she ends, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and we can just leave that to interpretation about what happens about her back taxes that isn't an important part of her character. That's actually, that's actually the true hidden ending if you collect all the collectibles. Like, the cutscene is like, <laughs> and we're finally gonna make it, Dexter. Something that makes sure he pays your taxes. What do we call it, Jack? The IRS. <laughs> okay, I, this is this is uh, completely off. The, but I had to look up what the precursors' names were. They don't have names. It's just precursor leader, pre. Uh, oh, sorry, oslet leader, oslet surfer, and oslet dummy. So yeah, there was just one just supposed to be stupid, and one that was high. That's it. You are forgiven in your non sequitur in this episode of the podcast that has been filled with nothing but coherent thoughts. Yeah, I guess you're right. What they look like? What the penises look like? So, I'm just gonna I'm gonna call her Boobarella <laughs> to appease Bob Boobarella. No, I uh uh I hate that name Boobarella. That okay. So let's let's do the opposite of that. Boobessella. Boobessella. Cock stiff. Her name is Cock stiff. No, I want to call her uh, Stinky Dick. Is gonna Boobalila. That's her name. Boobalila. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Boobalila. Boob. Doesn't even sound like a name. 
Her first name is Booba. Make it sound like Jack or Dad, like have the act sound, but have also like the word boobs in it. Wacky boob. Tits McGee. Fuck it, that's her name. Tits McGee. It's not her Tits name. Tits Hemingway. Tits Heming. Tits. That's it. Just tits. Okay. 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 Here's one to appease Robert, and also to include the act sound in it. What if her name? Unrelated to anything else we've talked about today, is Taxus. Taxus. Oh, fuck it. I like it. I like that a lot. Taxus with a K. I'm so glad we If you say her name we did it. three times in the mirror, an IRS employee will come and be like, hey, man, <laughs> got, I got to file those taxes. They don't say, hey, we're pretty underfunded. Yo, you, you say. You say, you say her name in a dark lit room in a mirror three times, and then a man in a black suit will hand you a 1085, and you have to fill that out before the end of the month before you get audited. Do we want to talk about an outfit other than that she has tits? Uh, yeah, she has, uh, she's bald. Okay, that's interesting. And her hat is that a boob! <laughs> this um, is the worst episode. Uh, what about, like, in, like, in... Like an outfit. What do people fucking wear in these? It's like the future. So, so it's like all super edgy and shit, right? And everybody has big <laughs> stupid fucking guns. Absolutely not. It um, all. It's basically like a crop top for women. Every woman has to have a crop top and like one of those low rated <laughs> pants, like to wear like just the tip of the labia is about to show. Yeah, if, you know what I'm saying? If you're if you're a, sure. if you're a female character, you do have to have an exposed navels and a thong that we see. Yeah, a, a I'm thong fine strap. With that. Can we have one of the like Indiana Jones like? action archaeologist overcoats that's like tied in the center you know how you tie an overture in the center to make it cute and fashionable oh that's gay but yes absolutely and then does she have any particular like color scheme or is it just like action archaeologist browns and maybe dark green i kind of like that i i don't know what to do with that remark we can edit that out i don't feel good about that one yeah we're editing that part out Houston pottery it does feel like we're using like a like a beige color scheme um, uh, and that feels more or less like a little bit of a character, not the most developed character we've ever had, but it's a female character in Jack and Dexter, so that's probably It's fine. fine. Everyone's character arc in Jack and Dexter is learning to like Jack and Dexter a little bit more. It's fine. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Do we want to come up with one little fun character quirk apiece for her? I think Devin should go first. Oh, okay. Well, uh... Put you on the spot. She doesn't have pupils. She has areolas in her eyes because tits. <laughs> God damn it. At least I didn't say it. She sells propane and propane accessories. I would like her to have both an arsenal of guns that she stores in hammer space, which uh, she has rigged up to shoot out Eco for inexplicable reasons. And also... A bunch of glass jars filled with eco that she can throw at things for inexplicable reasons, which she also keeps in hammer space. Eco Molotov cocktails. Dope. That's right. That's exactly right. That's dope, bro. All right, let me think. Uh, I kind of wanted to have, like, a little animal that, like, accompanies her. Because it seems like all the main characters in, this, in uh, Jack and Daxter have, like, either, like, a talking animal or just, like, an actual animal. Just as, like, a mirror to Daxter. I mean, like, it doesn't have to be that because there was even like a uh, there was like an artist that just had like a like a weird like shiny cat thing. Oh yeah, his muse. Yeah. And then there's the fucking just have, like, the weird macaw monkey that talks. Yeah, and then there's te there was Tess. There was like some some other lady, like some other girl had like another uh, like 
Oxalot, just like Daxter. She's got a gelatinous... She had, she had boobs, too. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, she had big boobs, too. Like, the, the, the weasel had big boobs. Just pointing that out. It does not. It's, I, Daxter does not have big boobs. Not Daxter. If you look up Tess, T-E-S from Jack and Daxter, look it up, and she has big boobs. Yeah, because remember at, at the end of it, when Daxter gets his pants, and then his girlfriend's like, I can... And then she turns into a precursor, and she turns into a precursor with titties because she's a girl. Yeah, and that was it. That was the that she just pre, like precursor, but with boobs. I think this episode has made me not like Jack and Dexter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, it really is that angsty teen who is just like, "Yo, I want guns and fast cars and big boobs on everything." It's it's tough. It's a shitty episode, and I kind of like. I kind of like uh, well, thanks. I'm, I'm... access to the site dis- despite well, everything. Well, thanks. I'm so I'm glad like, to be yeah, here. I kind of do like our stupid mad scientist archaeologist titty lady. I mean, to be real, that I, if they made a Jack and Dexter four, I could uh, like a Jack four. I could easily see something like this happening. And she's just like, I need to understand eco. And he's and Dax and Jack's just like, I know eco, you dumb bitch. And he's like, she's like, oh. Probably calls her a, like a racist name too, depending on what ethnicity she is. No, he doesn't. Jack is a notorious a racist is... in this game. Uh, sign off noises. Name. Thanks everyone for listening. This has been our Jack and Daxter episode featuring Critical. Aren't you so glad you listened to Critical? Aren't you so glad? Uh, fucking unmonetize the friendship. Joe. We won't talk about wrestling <laughs> next time. Amber, what will we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to join us next time when Devin tries to get us to do an episode of professional wrestling. But instead, we created OC based on the concept of a boomer newspaper funny comic. Goodbye! <laughs> okay, thank you for coming on, Bob. Bye! Goodbye.